What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And we are back with another daily episode to end out the week. Now, Fridays are supposed to be mailbag episodes, but we didn't get any mailbags in. So nonetheless, we're going to go ahead and move on. We're going to talk about the game last night. Who shined? Who didn't? What are some of the things that stood out to me in that game last night? We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So first up, the Bears got a win. That's the key thing here. A win is a win is a win, right? The Bears got a win against a terrible team in the Seattle Seahawks, but nonetheless, it is what it is there. And what I'm going to start off talking about in this video is I want to talk about the things that stood out to me in that game. And then we'll get to talk about some specific players kind of uh, down the stretch of this. So first up, the thing that stood out to me the most is I liked the play calling from the offensive. And I think this play call, this um, this offense is going to suit Justin Fields. I think it's going to fit Darnell Mooney. I think it's going to fit Cole Komet, Valius Jones. I think it's going to be very a very, very versatile offense. And it's going to come along slowly, right? Even though I, I like the fit of it, I like the idea, I like the concepts that I've seen so far in that offense, especially in game two, it's still going to be a while before it's a well-oiled machine and it just runs seamless. Justin Fields is taking to, I think, the offense very well. He's making decisions. We saw that offensive line break down early in the game, and he made quick decisions with the ball to stop from getting sacked, to not get turnovers. Uh, the Bears led the, the NFL, I believe, in sacks last season. So his decision-making, making quicker decisions when that offensive line does break down some is going to be key and using weapons. We haven't got, gotten to see him have at, uh, have his full complement of weapons yet in the preseason. He hasn't played very much, hasn't played too many snaps. Um, they got their snaps in that series. They got out. Um, but overall, the offense as a whole, and that means looking at the offense, even when Justin Fields is not in there, I think this offense is going to be very well suited for Justin Fields. And I think it's going to be a very solid offense overall. And when we talk about weapons, let's get into the next thing. Cole Komet is about to have a big season. Make no mistake about it. Any doubt, anything uh, thrown towards him, Cole Komet is about to have a breakout season in 2022. First off, I don't know what, what workout plan he's been on, but I need to be on it. My fat ass needs to be on it for sure because that man has been working out. He is in probably the best physical condition of his life, and hopefully that translates to things on the football uh, field as well. He caught two passes for 31 yards, keeping that high yards per, per catch um, that, he, that he had last season. Finding his place in the secondary, doing the proper things. Yes, he still has not gotten into the end zone yet, and that kind of is what it is there. But Cole Komet looking stronger, still just as fast, even with the added size and bulk that he put on. Like, Cole Komet is about to have a big season. A very, very big season. Now, next up on the list is something that I have to eat crow on. I... In the first preseason game, I was very down on Tevin Jenkins. I, I Overall, I've been very vocal on the fact that I still wanted to see what the Bears can get out of him. But listen, at right guard, Tevin Jenkins is looking good, period. He's looking good. We'll see if it continues. We'll see if it how it continues to develop. But right now, it seems that at that right guard position, moving the, uh, Tevin Jenkins to that, go ahead and lock it in. Go ahead and lock it in. Larry Borm still coming along a little bit, but Tevin Jenkins, to me, looked more comfortable out there. He looked more fluid. He looked like he understood what he was doing. He looked like he understood the schemes, who he was supposed to be blocking, what direction he was supposed to be pushing him in. Tevin Jenkins looked good in the game last night, and that and we needed. We needed to see that from Tevin Jenkins. With all the question marks around him, everything like that, we needed to see it from Tevin Jenkins. Next up, the running game. We're about to be a running team. 
And I think we all knew that. I think we've seen that very much so in the play calling so far. I think when they went and added a third back in Tristan Ebner as well, having Herbert, uh, having Montgomery out there, this is about to be a team that that runs the ball a lot and, you know, uses the passing out the backfield as well. All those threats that I named, some more than others are for sure are, are threats to catch the ball out of the backfield. And if that happens, right, and in the, if they work them not only in the running game, but in the passing game as well, yeah. Like I, I still, the offense is still going to take a while to come along, but those are very, very important things. And I think that running game is going to be the crutch of the offense, especially while we're still waiting on just Fields to get more comfortable for it to be more well-oiled machine. Be expecting this season, especially, it's going to be a very run-heavy team. And as we can improve our wide receiver core, as the wide receivers that we have develop, their chemistry with Justin Fields develop, we may become more of a passing team maybe seasons after this, but at least this season, be prepared to see the ball ran a lot efficiently, effectively, and often on the Chicago Bears team. And, you know, having having three backs like we have um, that all offer something a little bit different, a different specialty, but all being very good and solid overall, it's going to be special. And keep in mind, we still have not yet to see the full David Montgomery out there. So it's going to be a fun, fun season in the running game. Uh, I do also think the the uh, the offensive line is a little bit better right now at the run blocking schemes than the offensive uh, uh, pass blocking schemes. But with that being said, it's going to be a fun season. Velius Jones. We got to see Velius Jones returning punts, and he looked special out there. We don't look, listen. I still think at the slot receiver, I still hold my thing that I do think Velius Jones is eventually going to be the wide receiver too before the end of the season. We'll see what happens with EQ St. Brown. But with that being said. Velius is going to make an impact early and often in the special teams if they decide to go to him there. Be prepared. And then we still haven't even seen Tristan Ebner use there for sure. We can have a very special thing on the, on the special team side, especially when you look at like our punter as well. Be on the lookout for the for the, the special teams to be a, a, a special weapon for the Chicago Bears um, going forward. We'll see how much we see from it in game three. But listen, Velius. He had some mistakes on the on the on the offensive end playing wide receiver. Let's be clear here. There were he played a lot of snaps. Didn't make too much of an impact in those snaps. But again, this offense as a whole right now I think is being limited. So I'm not going to hold that against him per se. But definitely he flashed that skill set in the special teams market, and he is going to be a special part of that for the Chicago Bears. So now let's talk about some specific players that shine, didn't shine for the Chicago Bulls already. Chicago Bulls, Chicago Bears. Velius Jones is the first one. What he showed in the running game, I think, is special enough. Um, getting 82 uh, scrimmage yards in that game. Yeah, he did what he was supposed to do. In that punt return game, he is going to be special. Very, very special in my, in my uh, opinion. Another one who stood out to me, uh, Darrington Evans. Again, he's at a deep position for us, so we, I don't know how much he's going to actually get to play and how much we're going to get to take a look at him. But again, 39 rushing yards on eight carries with an average of 4.9 and a touchdown. And two receptions for seven yards. He definitely stood out to me um, in last in in last night's game. Now Cole Komet is another one, but I've already talked about it with Cole Komet. You guys know where it is. And then Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borm. What they did on that right side, I enjoyed overall. I think Larry Borm has a little bit more things he needs to work on, and I would see him do. But Tevin Jenkins looked ready to go. Um, so I think that at this point, the 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 offensive line is probably going to be Braxton Jones, Cody Whitehair, uh, Lucas Patrick. Um, and, you know, injuries aside, but we're going to definitely see Jenkins and Borm with the starters some as well. I'm really looking forward to that. Now, uh, Riley Reef did not play or won't play Thursday. Um, so we, I don't know if Borm is going to win that job over Reef, but we're going to see him some in there 
with the starters for sure. I liked overall what I saw, especially in the run game from this offensive line, and those two players stood out to me as well. Um, and so keep in mind, I still am very high on this next person, but he has to go on the the negative list for me, and that's Kyler Gordon. Kyler Gordon out there who really didn't do much of anything. He made his play, uh, preseason debut. Um, won't say that he had a bad outing at all, right? But compared to Jaquan Brisker's debut, uh, he didn't really flash as much. With that being said, um, he struggled with tackling at times as well. Um, he didn't he didn't record a single tackle on defense, but he did show a speed. Um, he got to uh, the, the the blitz on the edge as well. So he did show some flashes, but maybe this is a personal thing for me. I thought we were going to see Kyler Gordon make more of an impact. And that may be just me holding my own expectations. When you when you when you let your hopes become expectations, you, you, you fail yourself. So maybe that's me projecting a little bit. But I will say I did expect to see a little bit more from Kyler Gordon and we did not see that. So I had him put him on that list. But it's very slightly. Again, it's more opportunity things. We'll see. I'm not down on him overall as a player. He's definitely going to continue to be a big part of what the Chicago Bears do. So that's not any questions there. But I had to be honest. He kind of he, he, he kind of didn't show out the way that I wanted him to. And with that being said as well, Jalen Jones as well. Overall, the cornerbacks, just, they didn't have the, the, the game that I wanted it to see. He did see a bunch of snaps last. So it's not like he didn't have the reps. Um, but again, he got beat on a 40 or 41 yard gain. Um, so yeah, he, he got to get put on the dud list as well for me. Uh, I'm sorry. He just has to. Uh, Daz Newsom as well. I think the Daz Newsom almost maybe has has sealed while he did have a lot of yards and he had some receptions. He had a bunch of drops as well. He kind of. He shit the bed a little bit for me. I'm just going to be honest with it. Um, Again, maybe am I being a little too harsh on that? Could completely be true, but that's where I stand with everything. Let me know down below who are some players that stood out to you positively and neg negatively in the second preseason game um, last night. So, again, we we, we uh, have another preseason game coming up, our third and final preseason game, and we'll see what the, what the Bears do in the week of preparation for that. But um, that's coming up on August 27th. That's against the Cleveland Browns, who got some bad news themselves. But, you know, we'll see how the Bears do. We'll see how many snaps, how much the, the starters play. I'm not maybe expecting for them to play a lot. Let me know what you guys think about that one down below. But that is it for today. That is it for this week's episodes of Chicago Bears Central. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Those that showed up on the live post-game show, be prepared during the season to get that even more often. But again, make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. You're the best part of the show. Thank you for making this the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.